3: My American. I've been tracking
0: Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world (laughs) order. My American. Artificial intelligence,
2: Andrew. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial.
3: You're listening to Pardon My American.
4: Ah, welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. Happy hump day. Get your hump on, baby. Get your humpy hump. What's up, Greg? What's mm. going on, people? Not much, man. Just, uh, had a, had a late morning, man. I don't know. I just kind of woke up and I was like, oh shit, you know, and I had a couple minutes and. Then I get in my vehicle, and uh, I'm taking the kids to school, and I'm, like, uh, hovering on E just. (laughs) And I'm like, God, dude. And I had to go to. Of course, there's no, like, Minute Mart right by my house. Like, the nearest one's by the studio. Well, I mean, I was border Because here's the problem. Like, the older vehicles, right? The gauges are not as accurate. And so Mm -hmm. they they tend to bounce. Yeah. And so I was hitting to where I'm like, oh, I got just a little over empty. But then it would just go and drop down. I'm like. I don't trust this thing at all. I have no idea where I'm at.
3: Or it's because you were like, had an incline. Yeah. That's why.
4: And so I had to go to a gas station that was not by our studio, but the other one because it was closer, but it was the opposite direction. Uh, so it was just one of those things. Uh, I'm just- uh, You poor yeah. soul. Well- I, I hope your, uh, your day gets better, Dave. No, it's just, you know, here's the deal. Uh, you know, we, we start the show really was early. a gas station by my house. I get here at 8 a.m. And, you know, I'm in here and I'm, I'm, I'm going through all this stuff and I'm checking out CNN and Fox and looking at Twitter and getting the show ready. And I feel behind if I get in here at 810 even. I'm like, crap, you know, because we got to start recording. Uh, and then, you know, when you feel rushed in the morning, like you mm-hmm. wake up a little late, even though you're not late, you just feel like you're out of sorts because you're just you can't like just enjoy a quick snack before you leave or anything. You're just rushing. I hate yep. that feeling, dude. I hate it that's
2: uh, that's every morning for me <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> I,
4: I i get used to it i you know i
2: wake up i get 10 minutes to look at what's new what's circulating yep. in twitter and i'm like okay
4: all right let's do the show uh i went and had cool. i blew out a tire in my car the other day last weekend yeah the gash right yeah i had a huge gash in the tire and it was it was just they were old tires they don't even make that anymore uh but i finally got my tires in yesterday they were ordered and so i went down i had a tire replaced about 30 minutes uh, and then I came back, put that tire on my vehicle, and then drove back. And the guy's like, yeah, it'll be about an hour. And I'm like, cool, uh, no problem. Well, two and a half hours later, I'm like, oh, it's now done. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, so I sat in this place for just way too long. Uh, and the crazy thing was is there was, like, two other people in there, you know, just chilling. They are getting their vehicles worked on. Uh, and there was, like, a rat in oh, the place. A rat? What in, is this place? It was. Where it was you- a Firestone. No, here's the deal. It was a firestone, and it's like in this uh, it's like in this nice complex and stuff, and they had the drop ceilings, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, and there's this this guy who, <laughs> you know that TikTok, uh, the new TikToks where it's like, tonight will be the night. Oh It yeah. was this guy. He had the side of his head shaved, <laughs> and it was, his hair was folded over, and he was kind of frumpy, uh, but he was Deep nice. Super emo. Yeah, he was nice, and then there was like this kind of hippie chick in there as well. And the guy working the thing was just out in the garage. Like there was no workers in there. And so I hear this like, you know, thing. And the guy's like, whoa. And he looks up. <laughs> yeah. He, he said it like that. Yes. Whoa. He was pretty emo, bro. I got to be real with you.
1: Dude, uh, he
4: was like old boy. school emo. Like I frumped up and I'm, I'm still loving my chemical romance. But regardless, he's like, there's something up there. And the lady, the hippie chicks, just like, I'm not sitting here. Because there was one, one drop ceiling piece that was folded. Mm. That was, you could, something could crawl out of it. And then I am I take notice. I'm like, what was that? I don't know if they got, like, what kind of critter. <laughs> but then it started racing. Like, it was literally like NASCAR. It was it was coming up by me because I was on the far end. It was like running around. And the dude comes I'm like, bro, you got, like, a critter up here, dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I said critter, but I did. I actually did say critter. And he goes, I know. We've tried to kill it. And I'm like. We've tried to kill it. Yeah, and he goes, it's not. How long has it been
3: living up there? He
4: goes, it's not us. It's the Asian restaurant next door. And I was like, oh, "Well, there's a, d- it is you. No. It's in your building." Well, no. So check this out. Because the guy was actually kind of cool. I because I was there for two and a half hours. So me and Chris, the worker, we really, his name was Chris, and we really, we really hit it off. I, so I you felt had like
2: my chemical bromance.
4: Yeah, I had a bromance. <laughs> uh, he was a very nice guy. He's a big dude and uh, just really friendly, very friendly guy. Uh, but I, I was there's a Thai cuisine place next door, mm-hmm. and he said, he goes, "Yeah, dude, I've, I've, we put traps up there, and what they do is they." They literally run back to the restaurant and I'm thinking, well, I'm never going to that restaurant uh, because obviously,
3: why can't you just find where they're getting in and fix it?
4: So it's, it's a strip mall and the ceilings in the, apparently all the ceilings are connected. So like you can go up there and literally go over the top of other ceilings. So there's, If one place has a issue, and let's be real, like an Asian restaurant, I'm not trying to, I'm definitely not screaming, but in Portland, like the majority of the people that got closed down were like Asian restaurants. They just, Mm -hmm. there was like rat infestations. I don't know why that is. I have no idea. So it wasn't wanted?
2: I it, thought it was no. like a
4: meal that escaped. Oh, it could from be.
2: The, uh, it, it, could have been. it could have been a little <laughs> Maybe. rat. Maybe like, dang it, one got away again. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out snack. of here.
4: <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It'd be funnier if it was like a little pet hamster. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a little gerbil <laughs> on the loose. But no, he just said that they, yeah. but it was it was weird because people were like looking around and they're like, I don't want to like be underneath this. And, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, how do you stop it? He's like, I told him I'd take a gun and shoot it, but they won't let me do that here. I'm like, wait, Emo Chris said that? No, uh, no, that's not. Chris (laughs) is not the emo. Uh, Chris was the worker. Uh, The the emo, I'm going to call him like, I don't know. What's a good emo name? Chad? No, that's a. No, not Chad.
3: Chad is like a a weightlifter guy. Stefan. (laughs)
4: Stefan. Todd. Stefan. He seemed like a Stefan. You know what I mean? Uh, But regardless, I got my tires fixed. They were super great. It took a long time, but I got it fixed. And it's just, I hate Casey. Maybe I don't Maybe know. Maybe a Casey? Yeah. No? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna look up best emo name. <laughs> I feel like there there's like I feel like they're just standard names, unfortunately. Uh, well, I mean Jessica, you know, is like a name that Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. No, Jessica. Oh, yeah, his name's me. Jesse, dude. His Jesse. Jesse. Oh. Yeah, Jesse there might be. Yeah. That'll that'll work. Yep. Uh but no, it was it was fine. It just you know, sometimes when we get out of the studio, like it is it's taxing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you you leave and you're like you're <laughs> dude, like I'm tired. Sage? Oh, we gotta sage? have a sage. He could be a Regan. What Regan, dude, Regan <laughs> is not No, that's actually not a bad name. For, Cat's you know. Cat's Goth? I've never heard of that. Well, that's actually no, like Cat Von D. Think about that. Like oh, Von yeah, Von D. Okay. You, know, you got that. Artemis. Wow.
2: Leon. Okay. Anna, Annabelle
4: there. Lee. Alexandria. That is a that is <laughs> That is a name. Avril. Avril. Yeah. yeah. Clarity. Camlin. Hmm. Evan Are they just, picking, oh, band Are just, just picking, picking band names? They're just picking band names, dude. Jeez. Exactly. All right. Well, Tisha. Okay. Jesse it is. Jesse it is. Uh, Jesse anyways. the emo kid. Yeah. Um, um before we get rolling on the actual show, guys, there's a couple things we want to bring up real fast. Uh first and foremost, ParmaAmerican.com. You got merch on there. If you order now, you may get it right after Christmas. I I don't know. New Year's special. New Year's special. Uh, But that helps support the show, guys. And and, uh, obviously wearing our stuff out in public is a a good thing for us. And uh, if you like it, it's a good thing for you too. Uh, Patreon, we are growing. Uh, We are showing that we're growing. And uh, it's been good. And we really appreciate it. And we do tons of content, 20 extra shows of brass tacks, four extra shows of the Strange Sauna, which is fantastic. And then we also have the call-in shows and the Zoom parties at the end of the month. (laughs) Woo! Okay, that was Whoa, blaring. What was that? <laughs> uh, that was like that was Jack Black right there for sure.
3: That was how excited I feel for yes. the call-in uh, shows. Chris, uh, you
2: gotta get you gotta get the zipper sound, dude. Get that on your zipper soundboard. Sound. So you, yeah, like you're unzipping your pants. Oh Zip. Jesus! Oh. <laughs> That's uh, how you know
4: I'm excited. That's you know. Uh, come on now. If <laughs> you guys can go over and check out Patreon and sign up five and ten dollars tiers, it, it, it really is like. What gets the show going keeps us <laughs> employed. Uh, let's be honest. So, uh, with that said, we are just announced yesterday that our calling shows are going to go to Friday evenings. Yes, that is the case. However, we can't do it this Friday. We now. cannot do it now this Friday. Uh, and that happened after the show. We were sitting here having a lovely conversation with Ross's wife, and they're having a big shindig on Friday yeah. at the exact time that we were going to go on. Uh, and it's going to be a big like uh you know christmas party they're going to get wild yeah they invited us to it uh but unfortunately we can record but chris can't make it here early enough and it's going to be tight and i'm going to houston this weekend uh possibly now and um we're just we're gonna to have to do it tonight so i'm just going forward so by
3: the time you hear this i will have made a post on our patreon yes. page and we will be doing it Tonight instead of Friday. Sorry for the late notice. That's yes. kind of what the ball we've been thrown.
4: It is, and they don't do <laughs> the this. Ball often. we've been thrown. I like that. That's that's good. Uh, yeah. We can't do much about it, guys. Uh, we didn't know. It's not normal for them to do Friday evening shows. We have a calendar. There was no one doing it, but it's just their studio, man. We're not going to be like mm-hmm. we do you. Up. So it is what it is. Fuck tonight you we'll and be your on Christmas party. Yeah, we'll be on at uh, seven thirty tonight. Am I right? Seven thirty. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the show, and then going forward. It'll be Fridays. Yeah. And just understand mm-hmm. that if something was to come up where somebody has to do a show or something's going on out of our control, it'll probably be Wednesdays uh, just so that we have these two days. But Friday will be the target after this week. Okay. Cleared up. We're good. So sorry if that uh, interferes with anybody. I apologize. That sucks. Um,
2: but Strange sauna episode just dropped today. Woo. Yes. And this one is about the Raelian UFO religion, dude. Because that the UFO that religion?
3: Image,
2: yes. Well, the image that Kanye posted and got him banned from Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it was yeah. like a star baby oh, yeah, 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 with a yeah, swastika yeah, yeah. in the middle. Yep. That is a religious symbol yep. for the Raelian UFO religion.
4: Mm. Yeah. Bizarre. That's bizarre. And so
2: it's like it's it's weird that he got banned for posting a religious symbol. And now like we kinda I dive into that religion. I dive into what they believe, and they believe in cloning. They actually funded a uh, their their first human cloning company called Clonade. I don't know if you guys remember this. but Kool do is that a
3: yeah, laundry it's like detergent, Kool-Aid, but
4: for clones. So they have like a powdered human that they mix into a juicy substance and add some sugar. <laughs> yeah, you blend it up. You can even freeze it and make some uh,
3: jelly, like or that guy that. from uh, from Men in Black, where he's like.
4: Sugar, he's sugar water. Yeah, I need sugar
2: water. Yeah, he has the <laughs> Pfizer smile. Yeah, um, yeah. What's wrong? His
4: freaking wife was like, "Why are you acting? Why like is your that? skin hanging from your
3: bones?" <laughs> yeah. like, oh, is this
4: The biggest Debbie towner ever. Uh, yeah.
2: So okay. But yeah. No. Then we just I get into uh Elon Musk possibly being a clone too, because Kanye went back on IG after he got banned on Twitter. Claiming that Elon Musk was a clone, and we we even talked about this, like the Asian hmm. clone, his yeah. name's Elon Ma. Yilan that's Ma, his name on, that's his name on TikTok. Okay, so it gets. I mean, crazy, i
3: man. I don't this know if a he's a, I don't know if he's a clone. If he, if anything, he's he's kind of a robot. Yeah, it's... or an alien,
4: in... or he's infused some of his technology in him uh, <laughs> already, already yeah. that we don't know about.
3: He's doing testing on himself.
2: Um, dude, well, I, hey, get on Patreon, and watch the full episode because it's a hoot. Dude. Yeah, this I'm, I'm excited. It's crazy.
4: Yeah, you, you kill it on that stuff, man. That uh, those deep dives on on the strange and the paranormal and the uh, kind of the the moons and the and the weirdness that is yeah. fun, man. And you actually get the opportunity to to spend like a week kind of building up things for these, which is which is killer, man digging in uh but yes guys that's it's a huge part of our patreon is the strange sauna um and again if you guys want to support the show that is the best way to do so the best way um i will say uh i don't know what i'm gonna say actually Uh, there was some (laughs) i was sitting in the place yesterday that's what i was kind of talking about i was sitting in the place yesterday i was just kind of reading news and uh there's a couple things that I, I don't really want to have long conversations about. Just interesting stuff that I was just sitting there reading. Obviously, um, Mike Leach passed away on Monday. And uh, I know a lot of people don't even know who that is. Um, but as a as a college football fan, uh, you know, I'm an Oregon Ducks fan. And uh, Mike Leach was at WSU, uh, Washington State University, as a coach for for many years. So we had to compete against that guy. And I always, for initially, was rubbed wrong by the guy. I don't know. I, I was just like, this guy's such a turd. But that's just not the case. The guy is one of the best in the game. He was one of the best in the game. Uh, probably gave some of the greatest post-game uh, and, and interviews of all time for sports. Not just football, but sports, period. Uh, and in San, in San Antonio, which is about an hour away from us, less than an hour away, there's a guy named Pops, right? And, uh, Pops? Yeah, he's the coach of the Spurs. And he's notorious for for kind of witty interviews. Uh, he doesn't like talking and he just gives these quick like two line interviews that are just funny but Mike leach passed away from uh seemingly like a he had an aneurysm a aortic aneurysm mm-hmm. um and i'm not I'm not here to go into like any of that he's had heart issues for many years uh so i' i'm I'm pretty positive that this isn't anything funky um but he's had some heart problems for many years and he passed away uh and I saved a couple clips because um he just he is so funny. He's so weird. And he also, if you guys don't don't remember, um, during Trump's uh, you know, run for presidency, um, he actually was a Trump supporter mm. a- and uh, he was friends with, you know, he, he communicated with Charlie Kirk and he kind of was in the field a little bit as a conservative. And people, he got a lot of flack for voting for Trump, and and he had some great interviews where he just said, hey, man, if I, if I live in a country where I can't vote for where I want to, then this is not the country I was raised on. So besides besides the fact that he was very humorous and funny, he was also a patriot, uh, so that's unfortunate. And he went to Mississippi State. Uh, that's where his last tenure was. And uh, it was doing really well, man. Uh, he's just a great guy, a great coach, and watching videos and highlights of him uh, really it makes you forget how, how nice of a person this was. He was very good to um, – People with Down syndrome, he actually gave, uh, one, I mean, one of the famous videos he had, he had a, uh, a one of the team officials that was uh, had Down syndrome, and he got the game ball, and this guy was just hugging him. And uh, he just was very charitable, a very, very much a family man. And, uh, I mean, there was one situation where when he was out at the college at Texas Tech, way back when he first started coaching, they did a competition, a field goal competition. And mm-hmm. they got somebody from the stands. Uh, and they said, hey, if you make a field goal, we'll give you a year's worth of rent. That was the, oh. the challenge. This kid comes down on the field, and Mike Leach was talking. He's like, man, he just came down there. He, he took his steps back like a professional would, and he p- pelted that thing straight through and made it right in there. And he won the year's like worth regulation? of rent. Like regulation? Yeah, regulation like on the field in front of a full crowd. And this kid just pops it right in, right hmm. down the middle. And Leach said, I immediately sent one of my assistants over, they pulled him aside and they gave him a the kicking job on the team <laughs> and he never missed a field goal one time at that school that he was in that school for really? the 2 years he was there. So two it's just years? He was there for like I believe two years. I could be wrong, but I think it was two years. That's pretty crazy. And he never missed a field goal. And it was just a kid in the stands. He wasn't trying to get a scholarship, but they gave him a fucking scholarship on the football team. Wow. And he ended up being their Dang kicker
3: go. because he wanted to win a competition to get free rent. Well, <laughs> yeah. This sounds Dude, like, sometimes
0: that's how it happens. It, it sounds like you a good goodwill hunting moment. Comments.
4: Yeah, Greg, you're right. It's it, it's one of those things where, you know, coaches. Some coaches do do this, but this guy. What I'm trying to get at is this guy is very. Funny and in charitable. In spare
3: time, did he like solve math problems on the wall and the, he, and the he hall, candy. Hallways.
4: No, he 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 has uh, he has one <laughs> interview where he goes on. The lady asked him about candy, and it ends up being a three-minute interview about all the candies he loves and why he loves them. It's one of the. He's just very quirky, <laughs> and he even had this one moment. I'm not try. I'm not going to keep on this long, guys. But he had this one moment that is highlighted where he was playing in a in a bowl in mm. a bowl game, the Cotton Bowl, I believe it was, and he was at Oklahoma coaching. And he was playing Texas, which is not far from us at all, like yes. ten minutes away from us. Um, and so, during the before the game started, one of his players, he he wrote out a fake play sheet, and he, and and they showed this little cartoon where he was doing. But he wrote a fake play sheet. He said, "I want you to take this to the players. I want you to take this and act like you're putting it in your belt and have it fall on the ground in front of Texas." And they did. And so they took it and the te- they interviewed the Texas guys and they're like, "Yeah, this kid brought up this paper." It said Oklahoma play sheet, and we took it, and we ran it. And uh, the first half of the game, it was like 21 to nothing because they kept getting all the plays wrong because they were using this play sheet. Texas was screwing (laughs) up. Ended up being that they threw it in the garbage can and ended up going on a 33-point run and winning the game. After all, Texas ended up winning. But it's just that's the kind of quirkiness that this guy was. Um, I do have a couple little things here. Just like let's play one. of them. We don't need to play them all. Uh, Do this one. This is talking about hands, uh, and then we'll on move on. But this is just one of his interviews where he's talking about his players needing more touches because they're going to lose their hands. They're, they're going to l- lose their hands, yes, dude. This is just, a, and he's so serious and dry.
0: It's funny, dude. And I'm genuinely fearful that on our team. Hold, if- hold on.
3: Genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> I'm genuinely <laughs> fearful. Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'm genuinely fearful that on our team, if me and the other coaches don't get them right, that about a generation from now, their kids and their grandkids won't have hands. From a lack of use, those hands just disappear. Maybe they'll be like this, like those dinosaur hands like this are. You've got like a Tyrannosaurus Rex who's clearly good at eating things, big old jaws and all that stuff, fairly athletic and run. Well, his hands are like this. I think we took a very, very, very big step as a team, which we have to correct this. It's going to be best for all these guys uh, that they have good hand development and that they don't evolve to where they don't have hands but we definitely <laughs> didn't use ours and so there certainly wasn't any genetic reinforcement on our part and i don't want all of a sudden you know a guy's driving across this country and then they get to starkville mississippi and all of a sudden there's these athletic looking friendly guys they don't have any hands and I'm- <laughs> okay you know what i'm saying Jeez. He goes on these tangents, man. Yeah. Uh, and
4: and listen, you guys can get on and just look at some of his best interviews. And uh, there was one that he, the interviewer says, um, Mike, because everybody loved him. They said, Mike, uh, I'm getting married. This lady did. She was a cute. It was after the game. Yeah. She said, I'm getting married. Do you have any advice for me? And he went on like a three minute tangent about what's his name, what's he do for a living, where where is he? Well, let me tell you, go get eloped this weekend. You don't want to deal with the parents. The women go nuts. It, it was just this. He's always personable. And uh, so, long story short, guys. Uh, you
3: know who he almost sounded like Big Ron? Either, yes. Uh, there, there's his, some... his voice is a little Big Ronnie.
4: There's some there's some things that he says. Big Ronnie. Something. Yeah, Big Ronnie. <laughs> uh, it's like an adjective now.
3: <laughs> yes.
4: Uh, long story short, guys, uh, it's very sad and tragic that he died. He was 61, I believe it was. And uh, it's just an unfortunate thing. He has kids and, and a wife and... Obviously wasn't expecting this uh, at all. So it's just tragic. And uh, I will say a lot of people are commenting saying his videos and the many shorts that he has in interviews has helped helped them deal with his loss. So him is, you know, him himself is actually.
3: Well, you know what they say. Laughter is always the best method. It is.
4: It is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, prayers to his family, obviously. uh, Tragic loss for the sports. And uh, it's just sad that you're not going to get those humorous uh, interviews anymore, man. It's unfortunate. Also, Somebody
3: else is gonna have to step up their game.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, real quick too, there was tornadoes in Dallas yesterday.
3: Yeah, that's what you said.
4: Uh we had up to twelve tornadoes in Dallas. Uh and I actually Twelve? There's twelve different ones. I
3: didn't I didn't hear about
4: and that. uh one hit downtown Grapevine, which happens to be, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's around like north of Arlington. It was it's, it's yeah. pretty pretty downtown. Uh but I actually have a couple of videos on my TikTok real quick. And uh, it wasn't like the biggest tornado in the world, but it was definitely a tornado. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it definitely did some damage. Uh, but there was some, there was actually, unfortunately, there was a bunch of tornadoes across the country. In Louisiana, uh, there was a tornado that happened last night as well, around the same time that killed a mother and her eight-year-old uh, son or daughter. Uh, so that's very tragic. Um, and it's that time of year, weather's starting to change. But uh, yeah, check this out here.
1: Chris, are you did all get- of North yeah. Texas this
4: morning? Hold on, Greg. I heard you. He, he, Craig says, "Are you upset you didn't get to see this?" A little. So there's cruising. Oh, it's just the baby. No movie. why? Yeah.
0: Holy shit!
4: It's building, bro. Holy- it's-
3: oh, I actually seen this video. I yes. didn't know it was from.
4: Yeah. Fuck that building up, dude. (laughs) Jesus. I like that guy's like, where are the customers at? Yeah. He thought they all just uh, vanished. thats I mean, listen, if that was in front of you on the highway, you would be like, oh, boy. Uh, I'd be doing exactly what what this
3: person's doing.
4: What's that? Sitting
3: there? Oh, my God. Yes.
4: Yeah. I mean, luckily, it wasn't some, like, category five, like, monster.
0: Tornado.
4: But you can see that this is different. (laughs) Yeah, tornado! That's a pretty big one right there. I mean, if that whole thing... Ooh! Yeah, that's sick, bro. That's sick. So this is uh, Grapevine, uh, Decatur, and Fort Worth. All those areas had multiple tornadoes, and these are all different tornadoes, probably, to be fair. Dude,
3: I was wondering yesterday, because I walked out of the the fifth wheel, Mm -hmm. and I went to drain the tanks and, like, pick up all Van's fucking mess outside because he left chalk and Mm. toys everywhere. yep. So I'm out there picking up, and I walk outside, and I'm like, fuck, it's windy as shit out here. Yeah. Yep. And granted, we're three hours away from Dallas, but even in that moment, I'm like, man, it's it, this wind came out of nowhere. And I walk around the side of the trailer, and I, I'm actually, yep. I walk around, and I'm looking at the clouds going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, God? You yeah, dude."
4: Well, I mean, if it's it's wind, really is something
3: really going to really? touch down right now?
4: Because it's
3: yeah. it's pretty windy.
4: If you remember, like a year ago or maybe two years ago, I think it was actually a year ago because it was right after we were here. We went and ate, uh, we came here and visited. We went and ate at Twin Peaks. It wasn't on our trip, uh, but we went with I don't remember who it was. Uh, but that it was in Round Rock, and right after that, there was a tornado that hit that area mm. and destroyed that, that same building that you guys ate at. right? Yes, it was the same building. And now I dr- I've driven by it. I know you have. Um, it's, like, weird because it's there's, like, overpasses right next to oh, it, yeah. and there's, like, a Lowe's, and it's, like, it feels like a city. Uh, but that, that that got screwed up from a tornado. So they come, and they, they'll, they're they'll they not as big around here, but they're there regardless. And so hopefully, Chris, you're out there far enough that you can see one in the distance. Because uh, that's the nice thing about Texas, honestly, yeah. is that, you know, in the right spot, if you just get on the right street with no trees, you could literally see past Austin, Oh yeah, way out i mean you could see what seemingly seems like 40 well, miles i, I remember
3: but- uh here a while back when we first got down here and we had like the first couple big lightning storms that we had mm-hmm. and we we're i was going home from the studio and i remember driving like back home and i could see austin and i'm like okay we're like right over here and i i'm on the phone with ash and i'm like she's like you see all the lightning; it's so cool. And I'm like, "Yeah, I can see it. I can see all the way up to where you are and see all the lightning yeah. coming down."
4: Yeah, it's weird because you always do that with the moon. Yeah. Where you're like, you know, it's weird that like this person can see the moon and I can see the moon, and they're way far away because uh, the Earth's flat. And uh, and then- <laughs> and I'm sure to everyone that has
3: lived in Texas, we just sound like a bunch of dummies right now.
4: No, it's it's true though, dude. <laughs> it's it's hey. cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. I, well, just I will be tell careful.
3: You. Don't get sucked up in
2: one.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'm going we're, we're trying we need not you to you guys
2: for the show. So
4: I'll tell you this: <laughs> I, I, I will. I can tell you that we've had multiple storms since we've been here. It feels like every week we have thunder and lightning, or thunder at oh, minimum. Yeah. We had some so this morning. I almost miss it because I go to bed and you hear like, <laughs> you know, and it helps me go to sleep. So when it doesn't, I'm like, oh, <laughs> dang it. Because it does, it, helps, it helps kind of soothe you to sleep, dude. It's, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like it. I love it, actually. Uh, so, anyways, that was kind of like two hot, quick takes on some random stuff. Hopefully, yeah, everybody was fine. Businesses struggling. But, hey, it's yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and
2: rest in peace to that coach, dude. It sounds like he was a good guy. It does sound like he was a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you know who are not really good guys, though, are the 17 people that were released from prison for murder. <sighs> dude, uh, Kate, this? Kate Brown just uh, basically... Uh, what well, is this? Communicated these things? Commuted, or what is not released. Not
3: released. Commuted, not commuted. commuted means not they released. were just giving a lesser sentence.
4: I don't know what that means. I, 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 we've used it before, but I, I don't know the actual definition of commuting. What that? Oh, well, so they already announced that they're
2: going to be phasing out death row yeah, here okay. in Oregon, right? So I, it's like it's, one of 27 states that uses death row, and so they're going to be slowly phasing it out. The governor who is actually coming in to replace Kate Brown, who is this, um, whatever the hell her name is, she's anti-death penalty, too. So she's just going to continue this feedback loop that, you know, Kate Brown's already started. Yep. But the 17 individuals are, I mean, they've killed children. They've killed police officers. Yeah. They've killed family members. We have the list, right? I mean, yeah, there's like some that were stabbed up to 37 times. Uh, before Uh, you've had.
4: Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say before you before you roll into this list, because this this is important. I really do think that this is very, very important. Uh, It says that uh, to commute a sentence is the power to substitute a sentence imposed by the judiciary system for a lesser sentence. So in other words, it means the power to reduce uh, and lessen a sentence resulting from criminal conviction, which means that they obviously are taken off a death roll, probably put into life. But then again, it's Kate Brown. So they could have been you know, any amount of time at out in two years, but not death <laughs> She's yeah. getting rid of the death sentence. but to your point, Greg, the list is right here. And the people that she commuted are terrible human beings. Oh, dude.
2: So, I mean, but just her list of, uh, this is her track record, right? So during COVID, she actually granted clemency to, uh, this says a thousand people mm-hmm. or people who committed nearly a thousand or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But it like, this has been a slowly building thing where she's just treating prisoners uh not the norm right nope. she you know and and one can argue like our prison system doesn't work that well you know what i mean as far as uh recidivism how many people get released from prison go right back in yeah but when you're talking about brutal murder of mm-hmm. children police and i mean this is like i don't know what the hell is happening to the west coast but it doesn't shock me it doesn't, because it's like they want the chaos. So it's like, yeah, just release these people back. You well, know? see,
4: and there's a real argument to be made about, like you said, about the prison system. And there's real arguments to be made about people that are in for smaller crimes that may be like, hey, listen, these aren't violent crimes. Okay, like mm-hmm. we can let these people, we can have a real discussion about are we giving time, too much time to people who have nonviolent crime? Uh, But when you have uh, Christian Michael Lango, who killed his wife and three children on the Oregon coast, that guy doesn't deserve to walk in the streets with other people. You know what I'm saying? If you're willing to kill your three children and wife, you are an animal who is you're not human being. You're not. You're not. Well, our Oregon hasn't executed a
2: prisoner since 1997. So some of these people have this. This is like the list. It doesn't tell you like when these people committed the murder. Mm, But I mean, it's like these people have been sitting in there potentially since 1997, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, can't we all just agree if the evidence is there, if they found if they've been found guilty without a reasonable doubt? Right then they deserve to
4: die. Look at this guy, Michael James Hayward. Along with three others killed convenience store clerk Francis Wells after after a metal bar went through her skull. Another victim, yeah. Donna Reem, survived despite being hit more than 50 times with a metal bar <laughs> and losing half of her blood. That is a guy who is violent. Yeah, dude. Like, the, the point of the death penalty, and I understand that there's arguments to, like, killing a human being. Even though mm-hmm. they killed a human, you killing that person does not the answer. And I and I get the argument to an extent. Uh, but what I don't get is what are you supposed to do with them? We're paying for them.
3: Well, the same with the guy right right above him, Gary Dwayne Hugan, Killed his mother killed the mother of his ex girlfriend by beating her with his fists, a hammer, and a baseball bat. And then he also killed a fellow uh inmate.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's what like, the one that like shocks me too, is like so you killed your inmate. So you recently just killed somebody too. Right? Yeah. I mean, as far as uh, yeah. not just the, the murder crime that you committed, but um, go down to the bottom though, Chris, because we have a transgender here. Right? Oh, a transgender. Tara, Tara Elisa Zeist, uh-huh. also known as Carl Terry. Of course it's okay. a Carl. Carl Terry? Yeah. Of so course Zeist it's a Carl. Uh, exactly right. <laughs> Carl was convicted of hacking Jeffrey and Dale Brown to death with an 18-inch long Japanese sword, while they were sleeping <laughs> on a birthday camping trip, bro. Mm. I mean, can you believe
4: that crap? No. Well, yes, yes, because this wake world, up and this you're world, like,
2: Happy birthday, bitch.
4: this world's full of crazy people, man. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they, these people exist; they're around you. You probably ran into them in the past. That, that done really terrible things. Well, I
3: bet what happened with this guy is he. They probably went on a birthday camping trip. They ate some mushrooms. Oh. And then all of oh, a sudden, so? he thought he was Carl from The Walking Dead.
4: Oh, maybe. Oh shit,
3: zombies, yeah. dude! He, thought, he that thought the Browns was zombies. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's a
4: very good possibility. I'm gonna say no, it's not. But, <laughs> but you know, I I actually think like maybe there's a there's a chance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy's nuts.
2: So, you know what? I mean, just, damn it, oh, Carl. No. I mean, we, like we don't have to go through this whole list. No. but no. It's like still, what. Does it really shock you that Oregon is actually doing this?
4: No, it does not. But at the same time, like, why? You know, like, why are we to this point where this is their... I mean, taxpayers paying for this stuff, man. Like, I I just feel like why can't... If if they were actually put on death row and actually killed like they were supposed to be uh, within a reasonable amount of time, like, it would... Make people question things sometimes. Yeah, I, I, crazy people are going to be crazy, bro, and they're going to do anything regardless.
3: Yeah, I think the people sitting on death row for ten, fifteen years, dude, some of it's forty, ridiculous,
4: forty years, dude. I'm sticking
3: they're... with my fucking thing. If you're guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, roll the fucking tarp out in the courtroom and end it right there.
4: Man, Chris mm. is going full Iran.
3: You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying <laughs> I'm kidding. There are cases where there's no doubt at yeah, all. Yeah. This person did this.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And if it's heinous enough to be on death row to have the death penalty, why string it out for so long? Just get it over with, get it yeah. done. We don't have to deal with this piece of well, shit. Well, I mean, that's the whole like death
2: penalty like argument, too. There's a lot of people that think, you know, mm, taking a life for taking a life is not the way you handle it. Yep. But, you know, think about the families. Think about, you know, Dave or Chris. If your families were murdered by somebody... You wouldn't want to see them being released.
3: Fuck no. And no. if
2: they were released, you'd probably go
4: kill them. Like, let's be honest. I yeah. mean, I don't think that they're going to get released. Um, but ultimately, it's more than likely well, I mean, she's going to turn the death penalty sentences it, to it, life it, in prison.
3: Well, it depends because the the system can be manipulated. So yes, it can. If you have a good lawyer and you have people that are working for you to get you out, if you were on death row and now that no longer exists, and say your 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 sentence gets put down to life. Well, life isn't actually life. No, it can be. Life is 30 years. Mm, that's can't. about the, the normal, typical sentence length of life in prison. Mm. From what I understand. I could, um, I could be wrong.
4: Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I feel 25 like... 25 you know, to life, bro, isn't it? Well, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, It's well, that's 25 to life, though. Life sentence is just natural life. You can obviously, if you have... Um, possibility of parole or no parole you know what i'm saying life with no parole which means you're not but you're not what i'm saying
3: out. is are they going to have them now have lawyers come in and say oh he served most of this time already for what his sentence says no, so he can be says out life that's that's what i'm th- saying th- like, life doesn't mean your whole life mm, it doesn't
4: it, it does if it, i think if you're actually breaking it down it, it doesn't it, there's other verbiage that's used with the life sentence oh you want to bet they I'm just saying, like, make a bet right when now. they say life with no parole, no possibility of parole, that's life, bro. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, have like, no parole think- <laughs> until your
3: 30-year sentence is over.
4: Mm. <clears throat> I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that.
3: Well, just like here in Alabama, a life sentence in Alabama can range from 10 years to 99 yes, years.
4: there's good behavior, and there's certain charges. L- life
3: doesn't mean
4: life. Unless the verbiage says so.
3: Which is exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if most of these people, depending on how the, the sentence is laid out, they could, oh, time spent. Now he's out in, in
4: three years. Sure. They could let him go tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're not wrong, I, I, or I'm not wrong or right. It's not a right or wrong thing. It's the fact that, like, if Kate Brown came out and said, I'm commuting these sentences and everybody is uh, time served, then, yeah, they get out. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that is what it is. But like, you have to like. There's multiple facets. If you're in jail for 30 years and you, um, you know, you're a model prisoner and you've had uh, seemingly—and that's the whole thing—you go to the parole board and you have a possibility of getting out. Even Charlie Manson has had that multiple times, where they deny him on his parole. Yeah. Um, they can still deny you. You know what I'm saying? If they feel like you're still a threat to society, you can be denied. And right. people are yeah, denied. But the whole over state and over.
2: of Oregon, like. It's been moving in this direction that they want to get rid of yes. the actual death penalty. Brown actually ordered for the death chamber to be dismantled. Yes, I mean the people surrounding Kate Brown in the local government there in Oregon don't want the death penalty. Dude, you're right. So I mean, it's like it's going towards the direction of yeah, we're getting rid of the death penalty. What are we going to do with these people? Yeah. So yeah, uh, and, the, and Chris, and Chris, you're, you're
4: not. I'm not trying to. I'm death 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 not death trying death. to come across like you're wrong here. You're right in a lot of ways. Um, that they right. Well, <laughs> listen, it, the idea is it's like, can you? Sure, you can. But, like, if you're given a live sentence, like, if you're a bat, if you killed your family and you killed your kids and you murdered somebody 50 times, like, there's going to a parole. You work, murder somebody 50 times? Well, I'm saying you, you beat somebody 50 times with a metal <laughs> pole, okay? Like that guy did, okay? With the one example that we used. Like, they're going to really? look yeah. at it and be like, this guy is a threat. This guy's a maniac. He's not going to get out on parole like now to greg's point Oregon's oregon and they may say well he's fine you know what i mean that that's true uh so yes i guess but i'm no i'm not i, I don't believe that all life sentences handed out is just an immediate 30 years or 20 years that no that's not the case
2: there's not there's no. not there's not like a
4: um straight definition for there's life there's tons right? of people that it, are it, still it, in prison <laughs> and die in prison uh, there,
3: there's a state there's a it depends on what state you're in uh, the The mm. minimum requirements for what a life sentence actually constitutes.
2: You mm. guys know how many people have been put to death this year in 2022? Mm. I don't mm. think very many. Seventeen. Yeah, that's it. It's always seventeen, dude. Seventeen people have been executed in the U.S. in 2022, all by lethal injection. And guess the states. Don't look. Alabama. There's only wait. There's one, two, three, four, five, five states. Alabama. Only. Uh, Alabama is one of them. Texas. Texas is another. Florida. Not Florida. Georgia. Not Georgia.
4: Florida. Florida. Oh, you said Florida. I said Florida. Um, Tennessee. No. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is one.
2: Yeah, so you got three. So Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, and there's two more.
3: One of the Carolinas. No. Wyoming.
2: Wyoming. It starts with an M. (laughs) Massachusetts. No.
3: Maine. Michigan.
2: (laughs) Think South. Come on. Mississippi. Missouri. Missouri. Oh, okay. Missouri.
3: Mm-hmm. All
2: right. And then actually one that I was shocked by. Over here by the West Coast area, Arizona.
3: Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Arizona's be putting people to death. How many? One? I don't know. <laughs> I you know. It's just like the southern the southern is, states. Seventeen is too few.
4: Well, that's well, for that's, as
3: many people as sitting on death row, that's the way not, that it works. Not enough.
4: I know, I agree with mm-hmm. you. I mean, my thing is if you're going to have it, uh, listen, I'm all about having a conversation, right? We can all agree on this. I'm all about having a conversation saying that this is uh, the death penalty is not fair. We can have that conversation and that's fine. But if you, if we have the death penalty right now and it's being, you're getting charged with the death penalty, then we should be using the death penalty. (coughs) And if you don't like it and you want to have a real discussion about removing that as a possibility for, you know, what you get sentenced to fine. But if we have it, use it. I'm sick of like as I mean you pay for these guys. These these exactly. serial killers who get death penalties are sitting in uh I mean we've obviously some have been killed, but I'm saying they're just sitting there rotting away and we pay well, for it.
2: Yeah, it's because the prison system is actually a business, Dave. Yes. I mean, you actually yeah. you know, you have customers, you have beds, you got to fill them. Yep. So that's why they, you know, and you think about it if if you know, if the Democrats are obsessed with killing people, especially babies with abortion, you would think that they'd want to kill these guys, right? They like depopulating the earth. They want people to die. Yeah. So it's like why aren't they for the death penalty? Why wouldn't they be pushing for this? And you got to think the only other reason is what else can make them money? Oh yeah, they fill beds in prison systems that, you know, obviously somebody's going to be making money off of the prison system because yeah. that money gets funneled in like you said, we're paying it. Mm-hmm. Where does that money go to? Salaries to the prisons.
4: Yeah. Agree. I don't know. It's a a discussion that's worth having. I just don't like when people make like Kate Brown is just doing this, and I get that every time somebody leaves office and uh, that you know that final couple weeks that they're in office, they're just they're like fucking gung ho, you know, like we gotta pass everything through that I want, you know. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, like. Again, I believe that there are people in prison that are in prison wrongfully or that have served mm-hmm. plenty of time when you get out here and have a normal oh, life. Oh, no,
3: that that definitely
4: happens. 100%. But these people are the fringe end of it of extreme violence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those people, those should be off the table. Kate Brown should have said, I'll commute all these sentences, but if you're a violent criminal, nah, you're staying exactly where you're at. But she didn't. Of course she didn't. So,
2: Yeah, and know. it's just the weird ones. Like, when it's not... Like, when you murder a family member, I can understand that. I fucking don't agree with that at all. But I can can understand understand it? it. Yeah, no, like, you can understand where they're coming from, right? You can understand how it could happen. Because if you're that uh, angry at somebody and you're living with somebody, like, the the proximity of being in the same house with somebody, you're arguing all the time, I can understand how it can easily occur. Mm. You know, but when it's, like, the random just death, where you have these people that just come into a convenience store and stab somebody 50 times with a metal bar, like that person's insane. You know what I mean? And if you're stabbing somebody with a machete or a samurai sword while they're sleeping, yeah, and they're your buddies on a birthday camping trip, you're yeah. insane. Well, yeah. I think
4: you're insane for killing your kids too. <clears throat> you know, that's like, why I think you just,
2: absolutely. Like, but I'm it- just saying, like. The kids, yes. The, I don't understand kids, it. Like,
4: like I don't understand it. There's to me, there's like no reason. No matter how mad you are, to get to a point where like beheading I'm not somebody about, is like
2: killing children. Like the killing the kids stuff. Like that is in the same boat of like yeah, you're fucking insane. But yeah. the arguments with wives and spouses and stuff. Like uh, when I was taking that class called murder mm-hmm. at, at the UW, they were talking about most murders happen when like in between uh, wife and husband. And, mm. and a lot of it is the wife killing the husband. Sure. So it's like you can see that because right now when you get into, like, your most emotional fights and stuff, it's typically with your wives. Sure. Is it not? Because yeah. they know you. Like, they know what your quirks are. They can, like, call you out on your bullshit. And so I could see, I just understand where that could get to the point where they're just so mad with each other that someone pops. You know what I mean? Isn't that but... weird,
4: though, that the person you dedicate your life to and that you decide to marry and have children with is the person that you'd be willing to kill. Absolutely. See, and that's yeah. that's,
3: that's where I'm going to disagree. I can understand yeah. getting unimaginably mad. Yeah. But I don't know how that gets to the point where you're just willing to off them.
4: You know why? Because you're not a killer, and that's the point. Exactly. Like if you're if you have that like instinct in you to actually yep. go above the norm and take somebody's life, you're going to do that. Whether it's your wife. You're gonna do that whether it's the person that pisses you off because they don't have your cigarettes at the minute mark. Like yep. it doesn't matter. If you can go over that line, then you can go over that line.
3: Yeah. If you're if you're willing to take that next step and do serial not not serial killer, but just insane yeah. killer. I'm I'm mad at you, so I'm ending your life person. Yeah. That...
2: I guess what I'm saying is uh, I understand the convenience and the availability of that person. And why they're murdered is because they know the ins and the outs of everybody, you know, who they're getting murdered by. But yeah. it's like <clears throat> the random acts of violence is the one that worries me the most, because it's like that that person clearly doesn't care about anything or anybody that's in their way.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're willing just to take your life. And that is the I mean, it's all bad. It's I, just, all bad. I don't understand the random acts of violence because that's like literally. You walk into a store and you just decide just to pop something. Well, you know what?
4: You know, to put it in a better kind of way, To I guess, to kind of prove what you're saying, it's not as shocking if you have two people in a bar fighting and then they get into a fight, right? They're screaming at each other and then a fight breaks out. You're like, I expect that because there's a lot of confrontation happening. But then you see the guy in the subway who just walks by a woman and punches her in the face for no freaking reason. You're yes. like, what in the world? It's the same outcome. There's a fight. Yeah. But there was no reason to build up to that fight. And that's what you're saying is that it's alarming that there are people in this world that can just go up to a random stranger and beat them to death and mm-hmm. punch them for no reason. No. Like, no acts. And we had that happen, remember? I mean, we had that happen in uh, Kelso. Uh, that lady that was working the Mart. she was a young gal. And, and oh, these people yeah. came in and robbed the store. That was just, right and, by my house. Yeah, and killed her. Killed her. for like, And she was just the nicest person, and they just killed her. They shot her. And she mm-hmm. died. And it's like you didn't have you, dude. You were trying to steal money. She would have gave you the money. She did give you money, and she yeah, gave you whatever. It's not you like wanted.
2: she like wants to no. die for the fucking convenience store that she works at. No, you know?
4: no one gives a shit about any of the stuff in that store when it comes to your life. So I it's know. just yeah, you didn't have to do that, but you did. And that that person right there is the person that steps over the line and, and is now a killer. And that person probably and it wouldn't shock me if that person has killed somebody before, even honestly. Oh, so,
2: dude. Maybe uh, maybe these people just didn't have enough nicotine. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they were like, <laughs> yeah. I need some frickin'
4: nicotine? Get some Lucy to calm them down?
2: Yes, Shit, you mm. guys. Yeah, man. You want to talk about some loose? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get loose, everybody. Not everyone uses nicotine, but if you do, you'll want to listen up. Get ready. This is an ad for Lucy Breakers. If you're one of the millions of adults who use nicotine, you know that not all products are the same. And there's a new product that stands out above the rest, and that is Lucy Breakers. They are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment all the way to the last.
4: Absolutely. I'm a nicotine user. I have been for many, many years, Uh, and pouches are my go-to. As soon as I got Lucy in my mouth, I felt so good. I felt so good. Oh, (laughs) yes! I did. It has a nice mouthfeel. It has uh, longevity, right? So I keep it in for a long time. It maintains the flavor. Uh, which is excellent. And I've tried many different varieties of different brands, and uh, Lucy is ahead of all of them, and that is no joke. Uh, So I highly recommend it if you are a person who uses nicotine uh, because it will give you that little boost of energy that you need. So whether you use nicotine while working, creating, or playing, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice for you.
2: Yeah, and we've got a special deal for our listeners. Get $10 off your first order when you use the promo code PARDON at checkout and the shipping is always free. That's lucy.co promo code pardon to receive $10 off and free shipping. Visit lucy.co for more details and we thanks Lucy for the sponsoring the of uh, this podcast. Also, I just read this in the bullet point here. If you subscribe, you'll save 15%
4: and never run out. Okay, so you can yes. save an extra 50% or 15% by subscribing. Absolutely. And here comes the fine print, guys. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and, and every single order is age verified. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, so make sure you get on lucy.co, put that promo code part, and get the $10 off and the free shipping. You're You're not going to be disappointed in it, for sure.
2: Yes, and you will not be disappointed if you bet with my bookie, everybody. It's the only way to
4: 162 bet. games of baseball
2: a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back in each and every game with my bookie. You have run lines, money lines, and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to
4: win than my bookie. Yeah, getting started is simple. Just just deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use the promo code Drinkin Bros to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. So whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today
2: using promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway, all the way up, up,
4: up to $1,000. Wow. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Greg, that was an amazing voice. I don't know what kind of... uh, Accent you were going for with that, but uh, it was unique. I will say that. I don't
2: know, Dave. I'm here and I'm <laughs>
4: feeling good. Guys, go check out Lucy and my bookie. Both sponsors the show, and uh, <laughs> and we we appreciate them working with us. Man, it's awesome, and they got great oh, products. Yes. You sounded
3: products. like a storybook character.
4: That was good. It was a little bit. Like, you and were, like, some d- librarian at elementary school. You know what I mean?
2: My dream job is to sit in a studio like this and, like, uh, be
4: a voice for a cartoon. Ah. I would fucking love that job. Yeah. People pay good money for that. Um, if you can go to Twitter, I know we don't got a ton of time, but if you can go to Twitter, I just want to show something. And, and don't say anything, because I don't know if Greg's seen this. Did you see the fire in New York City? Oh,
2: yeah, dude. I This is very interesting. Okay. So this I'm going to start
4: with the video. Uh, and this is this is coming out, what was this, yesterday? Yeah. I believe it was yesterday. Um, and this is in New York City. And uh, just, uh, you got some, I mean, that's a lot of smoke, bro. It's
3: a lot of smoke. Where so there's
4: smoke, there's fire. Check this out here. You can see the uh, black smoke rolling. This is uh, pretty oh, good size. helicopter's coming in. Yep. Lord Jesus, there's a fire. Lord <laughs> Jesus,
3: there's a fire. I said, there's a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ah, oh, that's such a great clip. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, Mr. Honky fire rare. trucks coming in.
4: So go to a different. There's another scene where it shows like maybe. so Look at that, that's a lot of smoke, bro. That's
3: a lot of smoke.
4: So you may be asking yourself, what is this fire? And this really. It was Nancy. Doing Nancy. That shit? She was she was lighting more fire. She's um. now in New York. So you can see that there's multiple angles here. Yeah. Uh, It's a thick black smoke. It is, dude. And uh, there was one that was way back where you could see it just rolling through the New York skyline. All right. Rolling. Do you say rolling? Rolling, 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 rolling.
3: rolling. rolling. Yeah, I did say it (laughs) once, though. I don't know why. It's like a little.
4: I got a little limp biscuit there. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay, so what is this, guys? What is this? Well, let me tell you what this is. CBS News. 30 years worth of evidence including DNA possibly destroyed in New York, Fire or the New York Police Department storage facility blaze. Okay, couldn't believe it, dude. This is the building that they keep all their evidence in. DNA, all the DNA evidence, all the guns, all the paperwork, all the crap. Thirty years worth of evidence, at least. My now, God, see,
3: this is where it gets weird because I also seen other articles that they said oh. this was only where they kept the vehicles they impounded. Um they
4: definitely said that there are vehicles here. But So,
3: I mean, it could be honestly it could be a place where it stores everything.
4: Well, CBS is saying that it stores everything. Evidence including DNA and items collected from crime scenes dating back up to 30 years may have been destroyed in a three-alarm fire yeah. that overtook a New York City Police Department storage facility in Brooklyn. Eight people suffered minor injuries, fire officials said. It started mm-hmm. around 10:30 a.m. on Tuesday. Um, f- the facility in Brooklyn's Red Hook neighborhood where the New York uh, police department stores evidence, FDNY chief of department said, yeah. DNA, things from past crimes, burglaries, shooting incidences. We have some biological evidence here as well. Mm, Madre really said true. the press conference It's mainly evidence, but we store other things there as well. Yeah, this
2: says that rape evidence kits are not stored at the facility, though. That so, is good. if you if you're doing some graping, then uh, you're still sweating bullets because you're like, "Dang it!" It says It'd here.
3: That, so basically, uh, the article I seen was trying to spin it so it didn't seem that bad.
4: Well, maybe they just didn't know. You know, there's a lot of chaos going on. Just if they knew, why wouldn't they know? Well, this is this came out today. I mean, this was a newer, updated article.
3: But who do we know? That has just had recent trials that may have, may I don't or, think may or not have had evidence at that place.
4: Oh, you're thinking Jizzy? Jizzy? That's what I said. He's talking about uh, Brinkman, Fry Freed. I don't I'm think thinking, he's got anything. I'm thinking there. both. Uh, who knows? I mean, they, they don't even know. They don't know how much damage. Granted, that's
3: probably a place for like physical evidence,
4: right? No, it's everything. I mean, they said there's other stuff there. There's all mm. kinds of stuff. This is yeah. just one of the storage facilities. And so, who knows? Well, if you, I,
3: what I'm thinking is, if you need a storage facility, it's physical things.
4: Well, I mean, documentation, yeah. I like mean, boxes of documentation. Uh, you know, that, yeah, that, that, that shit adds yeah. up like That's crazy. True. Even my, well, like, even the company I was in, we we yeah. had so many, every month you have a giant box, and we had to get collect them all, and then a company comes and picks them up and puts them in a storage unit for us. Mm-hmm. Like for a sure. Specific, but there's
2: businesses that are going paperless all the time, dude. Especially nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah but you're talking about breed guy. I think that he, a lot of his stuff was crypto, right? So there's a lot of transactions that. You, Dude, I would be surprised if there's not like a, a train or a, what is it called? A chain audit trail, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, just some sort of transactional chain so they can actually look at what this guy was doing with those.
4: I'm sure. But uh, even like, stuff. if you watch the, the Netflix thing where they, they're talking about Jizzy, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like Jelaine. Like yeah. they the the lawyer in that case, which was just a, what a year ago. I mean, they had. He said they had so many boxes of evidence, and they had physical evidence. Like we know that stuff is paperless per se. Oh yeah, but you have boxes of evidence, dude. And yeah. even think it, about like, Epstein's uh, Manhattan place. That's where what I'm they saying. Had that yeah. big safe. You're talking about now. True. People are trying to go paperless, but this is saying the evidence goes back a long time, twenty to thirty years. Some of the evidence was yeah. also property. From Hurricane Sandy as well, so there's yeah. so all. So I was just
2: making stuff.
4: a like I don't think this bankman Freed guy had a lot of no. evidence in there. Yeah, but probably Jizzy not. for I sure, dude. Uh, she could have. Absolutely. I mean, there's all those like those big ones, but take away those big cases. This had evidence from probably still ongoing things. What about yeah. people that are missing oh, or murdered yeah. that they haven't like cold cases that yeah. you have these this evidence in here gone? Possibly,
3: possibly. Well, gone. and at that point, the the case is done for. If you literally lost all your evidence for any kind of case you were pursuing in the last thirty years, that was there. Well, your case is done.
4: I don't think anybody knows yet because obviously the fire just happened yesterday. They got it put out, and yes, they're going to go true. through and they're going to start evaluating and saving everything that they can. But here is the deal, dude: you're spraying fire hoses. You know, you're doing all yeah. kinds of stuff to put out a fire. All the DNA stuff is probably done it, for you, now. Every case, if it was, if they were able to save it every time they go to trial they're just gonna be like it was well, com- it was compromised yeah like exactly. biological evidence what's that doing in a cardboard box anyway it's probably mean, not just, that- it's probably not just a warehouse i'm sure that they have actual like internal facilities and in I, this place. granted i'm sure the um, whole
3: building didn't burn down so there's probably some that were not touched or salvaged or whatever i mean that but, building looks pretty toasted especially if well i mean even if like um, uh whatever part of the building was on fire any kind of any kind of Like you were saying, documentation or anything like that. Even if it wasn't burned, but they had to spray it down to put out the fire. So now shit has water damage, and all that shit would be dismissible.
4: Yep.
2: Why don't they have these documents in fireproof cabinets? I mean, if you go to any business that deals with these like legal documents, important documents. You usually have, like, operating procedures to lock up your important documents in fireproof cabinets. No.
4: No. So that way no, they're don't.
2: contained. No, you don't. No one can access them.
4: No that's, up, no, that's, no, that's like, in fireproof. your private business, like, you would have that. But, like, most companies can't store that much. So I was just saying about the, this, the company I was working for. You, there's no way to store that much information. And it gets sent off to a factory, like a building, that stores your data and it is not fireproof. There's no way to fireproof that much stuff. Like, you'd have to have a fire. Mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah, you, you can do it. I mean, oh. I've seen them. I've seen them physically
2: in, in other buildings that I've been into. Like, like there's, there's chests? Things that exist. Yeah. You've seen, you've like seen fireproof systems. warehouses. Yeah. You've seen a fireproof warehouse. No, I've seen equipment that is fireproof where you store your documents in. So yeah, you yeah, need, that's need what... to bring that equipment into the warehouse, and then it sits there inside of the warehouse. And you put the documents into that, and then when you close it, it's fireproof. It's like there's a big cabinet. There's also uh, like these rotary type of big things, like humongous rotary document supply uh, things. Yeah, but the,
4: the problem, Greg, is like can put a, lot a of normal business. Uh, they're putting their stuff in the brown boxes with the lids. That is the standard use. Every company so this I've is ever just worked. A normal for business, though.
3: Yeah, but no, do you, like I, I, I really think. Do you really think our legal system is that responsible to put everything in fireproof cabinetry? I mean, nah. go to
4: any, oh, look, at the, look at the first 48, go to any TV show that we've all seen a hundred times and they mm-hmm. like, they all right, we got Bill in here and they slap the box on the desk and it has all the shit, any movie you go, you see that little chain link fence that has all the, the, mm-hmm. the evidence in it. They're not putting him in, cha- they're not, no one does that. Like no one puts them in that much stuff and, and I'm not disagreeing with that maybe they should. Maybe it's not just documents though. Maybe this is actually, like, physical items, you know, oh, yeah. stuff no, with sure. biological evidence For on sure. it. For sure. It's you know probably
3: I mean? a, a a conglomeration of everything.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, this is how bad it seemingly was. It said, quote, we attempted an interior fire attack, but the members were overwhelmed by the amount of fire, and we had to back all of our firefighters out of the building and go to the exterior attack, adding that at one point parts of the building started collapsing. So it mm-hmm. was like a pretty. This isn't like a uh, seemingly not just like one little corner of the building. Like this thing was, <coughs> this is a hot. This was fire. engulfed in flames at this point. So, mm. well,
2: I'd say whoever was lighting the uh, the food factories on fire did a really good job with this one. Yeah, I think yeah. it looks like the same <laughs> exact method. Dude, me and Chris just yeah, saw right. an
4: article the other day where another place went up, and, and uh, it was like a wheat wheat factory. Yeah, uh, it's just. Those things just happen. And, and listen, mm. obviously a conspiratorial mind is going to go straight to, like, what were they trying to hide? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, fires happen, uh, and it's unfortunate. I'm actually looking at more on a low level of I, I can't imagine what kind of cases were in this that are going to, like Chris said, are going to be, you can't even, there's no just case. let go. There's no right. cases. Uh, so that's <laughs> devastating in a lot of ways. So hopefully it's not as bad as they think it is, but you just don't know. And they're gonna they're gonna hopefully come out and say how bad it was, but well, I mean,
2: yeah, it'd be interesting to see what evidence was tied to what cases. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how many cases depended on the evidence that was in that building? That would be the interesting. Do you think they'll ever there. do that? Pro- I mean, they should.
3: Uh, they're probably not gonna tell you how many cases were actually affected by this. That will never no.
2: No, I don't think that will come out. I think that the lawyers will definitely want to know. I mean, if you have a... Well, yeah, a, if you
3: have a case like a, that was yeah. dependent on stuff that was in that warehouse, then yeah.
4: Exactly. Yeah, so... That's sad. Not good. Not good at all. Um,
3: what are the odds, though, that you think uh,
4: old Jizzy's <laughs> evidence was in there, though? Uh, Well, where was this located at? Brooklyn. Is that SDNY? Is that Southern District? I don't know. It's just they said it was the um, New York Police Department warehouse facility.
2: Uh, I feel yeah, like I, I mean, feel if like that in the
4: Southern District.
2: Then yeah, there's pretty good
4: chance, dude. Yeah, but then maybe with like a federal case, so like, wouldn't that possibly be like the the. the FBI has all the documentation. Eh, I'd, possibly,
3: who knows? They probably, maybe they just have a different chain link fence that ha- that contains that stuff.
4: But to Greg's <laughs> yeah. point, to Greg's point, it does say officials say that the rape evidence kits were not stored at the facility, and that that's a big one because those are very very important, obviously, for people in those positions yeah. um, that are waiting. But <clears throat> they should have said uh, the arsonist was unaware of this comment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> the arsonist thought that the rape kits were there, but too bad. No, I don't it know. It does say right, what's it say right there? It says the building was a police department pound that stored a lot of biological evidence as well as e-bikes and cars. So there was cars, bikes, e-bikes. Electric bikes.
3: <laughs> That's weird. That, how many electric bikes do they have in there?
4: Well, like, they have a ton of electric I mean scooters, like the electric scooters. Well, I know, but like, how many people are getting
3: <laughs> like they're having to confiscate their electric <laughs> bikes? I <have> no <laughs> idea.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I bet those That's batteries are ignited like crazy though. Ooh, they, yeah, those
3: maybe All these electric vehicles and stuff blowing up inside there? So interesting, interesting
4: nonetheless. Uh, And I don't know that we'll ever know what's really in that thing or who got affected by it. But regardless, pretty convenient. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Well, and then like... Do you think there was one guy? If you have... Well, hold on just a second. Like if you have physical evidence, why wouldn't you scan a copy of it and upload it to a cloud or something? Like if it is a document... And you don't have the fireproof capability, you know, because that shit is expensive. You know what I mean? Why not just scan it, have some sort of G drive or something with all the evidence on there just in case it gets on fire? You know,
4: I, I Greg, I just think that you're you're not looking at it on like a realistic level. Like, honestly, like we were we were sending so many documents. I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of documents constantly to these buildings. And we were just one. Like, there's no way that they would be able to go through and scan all these documents. There's just no way. Mm. With the amount coming in and storage and how many people are also putting other stuff, because this is the New York Police Department. I imagine there's uh, multiple agencies all delivering things to this Mm. all the time. Um, I just feel like it's so much harder. You couldn't hire somebody just to scan, you know what I mean? Like a winter job. Like, here's three months job, you know, as a contract position. Your, I, I mean, this to your point, brain? the one thing that we could hope is that if these were already examined or even brought to court yeah, at some other point or during the investigation, if the investigators had made copies for themselves that they could bring back, mm, yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. might be that might be realistically possible to happen. But the idea that they're going to go through and scan every document, like no, it would be awesome to have that. I just don't think that most of this stuff was, and, and I don't think they were capable of it at the time. 'Cause you have to go back thirty years. I mean, you're thirty years is a long time uh to yeah, have that many files. So you know what you could do is um
2: hopefully they had those biological samples like reserved at clone aid, and then you could uh, just clone yeah. it up and just make a copy of it, dude. Just, for sure. Oh
3: yeah. Clone yeah. aid.
2: Go yeah. get those Raelian UFO technologies, you know?
4: Oh, boy.
3: See, there's a use <laughs> there's a use for everything. Yes, there is. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Uh, that would be pretty funny though. Just a little cloning powder you just put in a drink, you just drink it, and then when you shit it out, you shit your DNA out, and it just grows from the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, yes, it's a yep. little cheap. It's chia like pet.
3: it's like water activated.
4: Yeah, you like drink it, Shea and potty. then it goes in. It takes all of your DNA <laughs> in your gut <laughs> and all the all the stuff, and it starts just absorbing all your information, hmm. and then you poop it out, and then you just it's like a, yeah, it's like one of those little pills you throw in the toilet or in the pool, yeah, or in a tub, and it just grows into like a this ugly big foam dinosaur. Uh, she's crapped that out wow. and just blah, 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 blah. could you imagine if
2: you created one of those every time you poop too like a living so thing if, yeah oh
4: that'd be bizarre you're populating the world with these it things just says you have to flush within five seconds or this thing will attack your ass you know what I'm saying well, then you <laughs> oh
3: well then at that point you have a whole subhuman race living in the sewer. Yeah, we probably already
4: do.
2: I got to be rolling we... above your uh your Firestone at whatever the tire place you went to. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> that was a shit oh, that was Dave's a shit, shit monster. monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: He's like we've tried killing it and that thing just fucking stinks. Well,
3: he just keeps coming back every time we flush.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I figured there's some ways they could do something like that. A little clone
2: Yeah.
4: I, that's Let's like a it. commercial. Side effects for clonade. you know what I mean? Upset mm-hmm. stomach, diarrhea. Uh but you get a rad thing at the end. You M- minor pregnancy, yeah. minor pregnancy. <laughs> what feels like pregnancy? <laughs> what feels like that's pregnancy? just the clone growing in you uh, that you will soon shit out. Uh, that's no problem. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. Enough of this nonsense. Uh, good topics, man. That was fun. Hell oh, yeah, that was fun. I'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that fire, see what happens, and uh, yeah. Again, uh, condolences. I bet to... we
3: hear nothing about it ever again.
2: Yeah. Mm, i hope so i hope we hear what exactly burned up what you sound like you me. know implicated
4: you sound like well me, that's
3: what it. i that's what i said about that one van guy remember yep. that van guy caesar yep. Caesar. we'll never yeah. hear of this guy again
4: nope and we didn't true all right man greg good job tra- chatting with you man cheers all to righty you. everybody chris Sayonara. cheers Cheersies. cheers cheers